Top 10 pulpos go. Yeah, you know, a little fucking octopi that I ate once. Sucked. We had it. It's number one to ten. You have ones. So I had a shark once too. This shit was mealy as fuck. So I don't know if the shark was all old and shit, or I just got a bad shark. I don't know how <laughs> shark works. I only had that one time. I was like, damn, shit like a like an old apple. What the hell's a mealy mean? You know, like an old apple, man. Oh yeah, like you that kind of like, like film. Like, has? no, not the film. You know, like the flesh of the apples, like. Feels like little grains. Mm, yeah. Mealy, you know? Yeah. That's how that shark felt. I don't know if that's how all shark feels. Like I said, maybe I got the fucking shitty shark of the bunch. Maybe you got the ass fin. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what the fuck happened with my shark in specific, but it sucked. How the hell did you get shark? Were you a zombie fighting him? Yeah, I just, uh, I ordered shark. It was that Where? Or, where was it? I don't know. I went with my dad and, and my grandma. And he took us some fucking, I guess, fancy sort of place. Mm. And I was a kid, and I was trying to look cool in front Ooh, of uh, yeah, I gotta get the shark. pops. And uh, I'll be honest, my first thing was I'm going to get corn dogs. Yeah, he had a weird love for corn dogs. Yeah, it was bizarre. And uh, he was like, no, nah, man, don't get corn dogs. That shit sucks. We're in a fucking good-ass restaurant. They got shark. It's you good. Know? And I'm like, all right. So I look at the little menu, fucking shark. I'm like, shit, that's, that's beast right there. Man, literally. Literally. And uh, I go for the shark and, uh, you know, a rotten apple later. I'm like, this sucks. Did it at least taste good? No. What did it taste like? Honestly, like I, can't fish? Rem- I, I can't remember the taste. I don't remember if it was fishy or not. I would have remembered if it was fishy. Yeah. Because uh, I wasn't a big fan of fish back then. But uh, I don't remember that. So maybe it, I was I was young, dude. I was like 11 years old. Mm. Ate shark and I was disappointed. <laughs> Again. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I got a bad shark. Correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. Maybe shark is the bee's knees. Maybe you got the hammerhead when really you wanted the great white or the mako. I hear the mako tastes delicious. Are you just making that up? Makoing that up? I mean, or... it's their actual shark types. I don't know. I just made that shit up, though. <laughs> Hence my question. Yeah. But anyway, uh, well, what, the, what the fuck was the point of this video? Uh, I was asked of you uh, top 10 squids. So when did you eat squid? Squid. Uh, uh, squid. No, it wasn't squid. Octopus. It, no, you know what? It was squid. And then uh, it had uh, the... the uh, wait, calamari? Is it squid or is it... I think it's octopus. It's octopus, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, the squid I ate in like like slivered form, I guess. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And it wasn't good, dude. That shit was gelatinous and yeah, very... Oh, I don't want to say fishy, very oceany, <laughs> for like, like seaweed. Like you could taste that motherfucking ocean in that shit. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying? The, all the piss and shit. And then I had calamari in that fucking lake. Might as well just chew on nothing mm. for uh, for ten years. <laughs> what the fuck is this garbage, man? Fucking licked. Yeah, well, uh, sushi. I, I get down with sushi though. Shit's good. Have you ever had a uh, uh, what the shit's called the garajos in the shell? The phlegm on the shell? <laughs> phlegm on the shell? Uh, clams? No, I haven't had clams. I don't want to have clams. No, no, no. Oysters. Oysters, I'm sorry. Yes, oysters. I don't want to have oysters. Uh, just uh, anything with a gooey consistency, yeah, kinda, I yeah. can't fucking eat, man. I just cannot fucking eat anything. Like, I, I, I wouldn't even eat soups back in the day. <laughs> you know, anything with like a liquidy consistency, I hated. You know, uh, even nowadays, I'll, sometimes I, I won't eat the broth in the soup. I'll just strain the uh, soup and eat it like yeah, that. Yeah, that explains what you yeah. yeah I, anything that's liquidy in my mouth, I have an aversion to. Why? I've gotten better at it. Don't get me wrong. Why? And I don't know, man. I find it disgusting. Do you know what the worst for me is? Uh. 
And I don't understand how people can do this. I haven't even noticed if you do it, so I don't even want to know, honestly. You're probably going to tell me, but I want to know. Oh, I'll tell you. Let's say somebody, just to keep it simple, somebody makes some ground beef, right? Mm-hmm. First of all, if they don't strain that shit, I, I can't eat it. I can't. I can't eat it if there's all that grease floating around in it and shit. Well, it, the thing is, if you if you make it right, you don't need extra oil. And if, if, if done properly, it should just cook into the meat. Okay, yeah. But, yeah, but if never... you're making it shitty, then yeah, there's going to be a lot of grease left over. Yeah, yeah. Place. If there's grease in that shit, I, I can't do it. I can't fucking eat I mean, there's grease in it anyway, but I'm saying like... If, if there's visible, yeah. Visible, tactile, uh, good grease in my fucking mouth... I can't fucking eat that shit. And the worst is when you're eating at somebody else's houses. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's rude to decline their, your, you know, their munchies. So you're like, fuck, I got to eat what his mom cooked like, or what the lady. And, lard. and, and uh, the worst upon worst is when somebody is like, hey, you want this meat? And you, you ate some virtually, you know, greaseless hunks of it. So you're like, cool. Let's say ground beef. Again, to keep it simple. And they come up to you with that, with that. Uh, you know, uh, what's it called? The fucking cuchara? No, fucker, the uh, the cooking thing. <laughs> the, the, what's it called? The skillet? The skillet. You want to cook ground beef the, the, in? The pan. The pan. Fuck. I'm going to forget the word pan anyway. They come what up the hell was this? That's the, you moving the pan. Oh, I thought you were stroking. Yes, I stroke outwards like this. <laughs> hey, anyway, I don't they, thing. they come up to you with the fucking pan and they go. Oh, yeah. Ah, do not give me pan scrapings, man. I hate it. Hate it, man. Might as well just fucking feed me a block of lard already. Yeah. I detest gooey shit. I can't. Now, I can't do it, dude. The only time pan scrapings are great is uh is is when you grill shit and that shit just gets that shit's just like morsels of delicious flavor, but that's because the grease is not collecting. It's just kind of solid. I can't even do that. It's not grease. It's 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 the meat. I can't cook. Can't do it, dude. Oh, you would, if I made a delicious little smoked salmon. No, it's salmon. Fucking Emma Stone could cook with her feet, and if there, if I see that shit like just sloshing around on there, I'm not gonna eat it. I just imagine Emma Stone putting her feet into a deep fryer. Jesus, imagine. Yeah. Little shits come all shriveled and yeah. shit. Would you still be humping them? No, I would be taking her to the hospital. Stat. Yeah. Assap. <laughs> hey man that reminds me this has nothing to do with food by the yeah. way that reminds me i was uh it's all right because that conversation was dying <laughs> i was trying to uh, g- uh, go into college and uh this one time that's right one of several times and um i was staying in the dorms and shit this has nothing to do with this video we should probably just cut it out and put it in another fucking thing we won't though but uh we won't because that's not how we do things nope. here but uh Anyway, uh, I was at this fucking uh, college, man, staying in the dorms, checking out the facilities to see if it was the place for me, right? And, uh, you, know, was, uh, you know, you have a roommate and shit, even while you're just checking out the college, scoping it out. And um, the roommate thought I was weird, which granted I am, but because, you know, people go to college and they want to go out and fucking intermingle with other people and they want to fucking... Even, again, even when they were just scoping out the college, everybody was like, yeah, let's go out and do this and that and drink and blah, 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 blah. And I was just like, fuck that shit. I'm staying in the dorm, you know? Just chill out. Read a little book. Eat a little shark. He, uh, no, not eating sharks. Uh, read a little book, hear a little music, whatever, right? I'm not going to fucking intermingle with any of those fucks. 
So I just chilled out there, and he thought that was the weirdest shit ever. And he was like, and you know when people want their own space, <laughs> and we're like, motherfucker, we're we're roommates. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you want a fucking space because you're out all day long. And you're hinting at me. First of all, don't hint at me. Just tell me, hey, man, can I have some space? Cool, brother. You had the balls to tell me you wanted some space. I'm outies. Go, oh, fuck. I'll go sit alone in a fucking toilet and just give you your space. <laughs> but this motherfucker be hinting. Like, shit, no, man. I ain't going to do that shit. Tell me or I ain't going anywhere. But he didn't tell me, so I was just there. So anyway, long story short. There was a bunch of black dudes, right, in our particular level. There was a multi-floor situation. And, uh, uh, look, again, this might sound bad, but these fuckers were loud as shit. All right? And I'm talking raucous, man. Like, fuck, shut the fuck up already. It's fucking four in the morning. Shit! Yeah. Do we need to hear cackling and endless jabbering? No, we do not. Now, we know how volatile men can get. Mm Mm-hmm. If they're told to do anything that they don't want to do, right? So, uh, yeah, this uh, my little roomie's all clearly pissed. He wants to go to sleep, as I'm sure most of the people on the floor that are not out there cackling endlessly want to. But he ain't saying shit, because he's afraid that he's going to beat the fuck up. Yeah. Which, granted, he's this kind of, like, thin, white guy, you know, kind of nerdy-looking, sort of. Kind of like, I don't mean nerdy as in the dweeb. I mean, kind of like a chic nerd, you know, like a skater boy nerd. Mm. And uh, he's irritated as fuck, but he's not saying shit. And eventually, I guess he gets tired to the point where he can't take it anymore. He opens the door and yells out into the hallway, shut the fuck up. And look, any man is going to, no matter how wrong they are, is going to react adversely to that. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, make that man a bunch of black dudes in a fucking hallway in college yeah. that are all very athletic yeah, looking. Flying around. They got booze flying around and some puny white guys like, hey, shut the fuck up. It's not going to end well. You know, it doesn't have anything to do with race. It just has to do with place. Place, yes. Anyway, so uh, naturally, these fuckers uh, kind of pinpoint the general direction from whence this hollering came, yep. and uh, they knock in, in the vicinity of our dorm. And my pussy-ass roommate goes into into his bed and pretends oh, that man. he's asleep. Lame. And I'm not going to pretend I'm asleep because I'm clearly not asleep. And when you pretend you're asleep, you look like you're pretending that you're asleep. Yep. So these guys are a bunch of guys, man. And, you know, as aforementioned, they're, uh, you know, athletic, burly dudes, you know. And by that I mean they're muscle-bound as fuck. So bodybuilder. So when somebody doesn't open the door, they're making a big fucking commotion and basically breaking doors down is what I'm getting at, right? Confronting people and all that jazz. So they come to our door finally. And, uh, yes, in fact, my pussy roommate... Has remained underneath sheets, taut over his entire oh, body, man. like a loser. And they're knocking, and he's not answering. And I'm like, dude, you gotta fucking answer. Doesn't answer me. And I'm like, <sighs> so they're threatening to to break the door down and shit. And I'm like, dude, fucking answer already. Reluctantly, pulls down the little sheet, looks at me, and he's like, no, shakes his little head, no. And I'm like. Yeah. So they start knocking the door down, basically. <laughs> or the what commencing of the process of knocking the door down. Loser over there. And, uh, Pooping himself. 
I get up, I pull the sheet off of him, and I say, dude, don't worry about it. Just don't be a pussy. Just say you didn't do it. Yeah. So he kind of, I guess that kind of gave him some heart, and he gets up, and he goes to the door, opens it. They stream in. They're like, hey, man, you all two did the, yelled out that shit and whatever, blah, 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 blah. You know what this fucker does? Mm. He said it wasn't me, but it might be him. Oh, man. <clears throat> First of all, you did it. Second of all, you're going to rap yeah. on a guy that you're living with that yeah. can beat you up too? Because you're a freaking twig. Yeah, so these fucking dudes, they're not pleased. Obviously. Yeah. There's like at least... <clears throat> 13, 14 of them, okay? Now, I'm not going to be a, a liar. I mean, I'm not going to be an outright liar here and say that I wasn't scared. Mm-hmm. And that it had to do a little with the fact that midnight was a dawning on me. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. I want to get killed tonight. <laughs> yep, shame. But, uh, yeah, I was like, <clears throat> fucking shit. But mostly I was pissed that this piece of shit yeah. had done that shit. <clears throat> so I had to put the old mouthpiece to work. And I said, look, man. I didn't say that shit. And I think you know that I didn't say that shit. I don't know if they did. I was just going with it. Yeah. I was rolling with the punches, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Literally, maybe. <laughs> and I said, look. Because you're fat and I didn't say that. Sh- yeah. <laughs> I didn't say that shit. And I think you know I, that I didn't say that shit. Now, I could be a complete snitch. Like, my roommate here, which clearly said that shit. <laughs> but you know what? I'm not going to do that. Even though I just did. I says to him, I says, what I am going to do is going to say this. It is fucking loud as shit out there. It's nearly four in the morning. And I bet you had this asshole here not said anything. Everybody that's not you guys would have thought the same thing. Gee, I wish these fuckers would have shut the hell up. And then I said to him, I says, and we're in Texas, so you know a lot of these people would have said it with another word thrown in the mix. Yeah. Now, guys, I'm not one of those people, and I'm not. Mm. But I'm going to say to you right now, before you kill me, <laughs> that I agree that it is fucking loud as shit out there. So while I didn't scream that out into the hallway... I second the motion. I definitely agree with that fucking shit. In fact... And at this point, I walk up to the door. And by the way, the way <laughs> I I'm delivering... imagine everybody quiet and you're like Dude, freaking doing a lecture. That's what I was, that's what I was totally was going to say. By the way, as I'm saying this, as I'm expecting a fist to punch me in the face at any given fucking moment in time, they're actually just kind of looking at me like with wide eyes going, what the fuck? <laughs> I walk up to the door. I open that bad boy up. Well, you know, it was kind of half cocked yeah. open anyway. But I open that bad boy up the way my fucking roommate had. Boom! Stick my old head out the hallway. Mind you, they're all in the, in the in the room at the time, and I go, "Shut the hell up!" And I go, "There, now I did it. The way it was done to you. I wish I could have done it a more formal way, but since you brought it up, and apparently this fucker's gonna throw me on the bus. <laughs> there, now I have. You have a reason to beat me up now." There was this pregnant moment of silence. Possibly as they contemplated my eventual murder. They're sharpening their shivs. Yeah. And then one of them approaches me. He pats me on the old shoulder there. And I'm like, Oop, that's the goodbye, Pat. <laughs> here, come, here it comes. And he goes, respect. And he walks out. 
And guess what? They didn't shut up. <laughs> but you know what? I didn't get beat up, and, I, and my pussy ass I like, roommate. I like how there was respect thrown, but, but the, yeah, not they're enough. Not to, enough to yeah. cover the fucking uh, loud ass uh, jibber jabbering outside, mm-hmm. man. How the hell did ass happen, man? <laughs> oh yeah, that shit. that's because uh, when <laughs> yeah, ass happen reminded me of that because I found this fucking so hilarious, dude. And you know, there's something about. The way different cultures speak in America yeah. that I've always found endlessly amusing. You know, my own culture, uh, white Americans, Italian Americans, African Americans. There's just something funny to me about communication in in a colloquial sense. You know, in a street sense, a slang sense. It, it, I always find it funny. Maybe at some inappropriate times at times, but I I don't know. So I'm hearing these black guys talking. They're all talking kind of like a street slang style, right? As most uh, young uh, black folk are wont to do among themselves, right? Just like uh, us Mexicans talk a certain way amongst ourselves and mm-hmm. et cetera, right? So they're they're kind of chatting like that. But once they start going down the hallway and knocking on doors and asking who the fuck did this, I'm hearing them. Everybody can hear. The, the walls are paper yeah. fucking thin. And I hear them knock right before they come to our door and the door across from us. And I hear one of them go, say, 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 open up. And then I'm assuming they opened up because there was like a low like uh, tone responding to it. Or maybe they were speaking through the door. I don't know. But the guy in response to whatever was said to him said, man, y'all better tell me who did it. ASAP. <laughs> Not ASAP. ASAP. Or ASAP, no. Uh, yeah, or ASAP. ASAP. And I, again, I, I might be totally unfunny to anybody else. But for some reason, dude, I could not stop laughing. <laughs> could not stop laughing until they came to the door and my imminent death was upon me. Uh, you know, I was—I just thought it was fucking hilarious, dude. Uh, I don't know why I find shit like that funny, but it, I do. But anyway, that was a fucking thing that happened to me uh, during that time. Uh, but going on random stories, since we're going to you just kind of go random here. You know, uh, random uh, podcast, e- I guess. Eating shark, uh, going e- to ASAP. <laughs> um, there was a situation once, man. And uh, I don't know exactly. I don't know, man. Maybe maybe I was in the wrong. I wouldn't say I was in the wrong because I didn't really do anything. But well, let me just put it this way. I was friends with this guy for uh, for a number of years. We'll call him the bulb. You know who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And uh, he had the, he had a chick, right? And I thought she was pretty cool, man. She was a pretty cool chick for him. Uh, he definitely should have stayed with that chick. Uh, the thing is, the bulb was a very uh, stoic fellow. Yeah, you know, kind of a weirdo. Very unexpressive individual. Yeah. Can never read him. Yeah, that's a guy for poker if there ever was one. Yeah. Um, he and I had a language of our own, though. Yeah, you grunts, know? mostly. Yeah, somehow we communicated <laughs> with grunts yeah. for the most part and understood each other perfectly. We had jokes amongst us that other people just didn't get, etc. You know, even his, his girlfriend commented on how he talked more to me than to her. Mm. And that she would sit there and watch us converse with each other mm. in our weird way. And she'd mm. be like, what the fuck is this? She would marvel <laughs> at what the fuck. You know, and I love it when you have a friendship like that with people where it's like, how is this a friendship, you know? Mm. Uh, so, yeah, man. He was going out with this chick. She was really cool. 
I liked her, man. I liked her for him, is what I'm saying. You know, I was like, this is a good chick. He needs a chick like this. It'll get him out of his shell. And uh, and don't get me wrong, this guy was no loser. You know. Yeah, it was like um, it wasn't like he's he's loser. Thus, he's that way. He's just he was. That's just how he was. Yeah, that's just how he was. Yeah. This guy was literally an athlete. Uh, you know, he he has a good job to date. Has a great job. Uh, he does those like Spartan runs now, yeah. marathons. You know, he he's he's. He's a successful and, uh, in terms of society, popular, quote-unquote, or in guy. It's just he happens to be the stoic dude. But anyway, uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just somebody that I felt would be good for him, considering his kind of silent nature. And, uh, you know, she seemed very into him, so that was cool. Here's the thing, man. And again, I, I can never get... A read on this one way or the other from him or from her but the first time i met her and this happened several times with friends where they do the do you approve of my girlfriend thing yeah and he did it several times three times to count and uh, the last time resulted excuse me in a rift between us i'll get to that uh, right now oculus but uh yeah you know it was just a thing you know guardian did it too on occasions you know like what do you think of this right here, yeah. you know, in a way? Uh, it's also one time I told him, dude, you're dating a lesbian, basically. <laughs> and then he got mad at me for about a year. Yeah. And later comes in and was like, dude, that 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 chick robbed me. And P.S. she was a lesbian. Yeah, you just gave, uh, you just made uh, Marcus's day, by the way. <laughs> Why? By saying that fact. Why? Uh, he's going to find that funny. Oh, well, it happened. But anyway, yeah. the point is with, with the bulb here. This chick was cool for him, man. And they started having some sort of uh, troubles. And I wasn't really aware of what those troubles were specifically. But uh, we were in Chicago, he and I, at the time. And she was uh, here in Texas. And uh, she called him and they were arguing while we were at a baseball game. Mm. And, uh, you know, I don't like baseball, but I'm there because, you know, cool. I don't hate baseball, but, dude, that fucker's long. But anyway, the point is... Plus, it was the Royals at the time. Gee, I wonder who's going to win. But anyway, uh, we fucking, uh, you know, we were there and he was arguing with her. And I kind of got mad at him, you know, mm. for lack of better words. I was like, dude, don't fuck this up, man. Yeah. This is a good chick. Don't fuck this up. Because he basically broke up with her right there, you know. And I was like, what the? So that led to an awkward, like, seven days after <laughs> Because, and that was, I mean, it was really like three, four days, but um, it was awkward, man. In fact, I was so pissed that he had done that. And this might seem intrusive, like I was too involved. Yeah. But you got to understand, this chick was good for him. And he liked her. He loved her. And vice versa. So what the fuck? Anyway, uh, it, it was so awkward that right after the game finished, you know, the, the Sox won and shit. So everybody was celebrating crap. And uh, this hot-ass chick wearing socks makeup on her face. Hot as fuck, dude. She, you know, like everybody's celebrating. She's high-fiving people. She comes up to me to high-five me, and I just fucking stonewall her. <laughs> Normally, I would have been like, fuck yeah, just like, to touch a finger on that yeah, fucking hand, you, you know? Like stonewall us, though. Yeah, I was stonewalling the shit out of her, and she kind of was like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, because who denies a hot chick, yeah. you know? And even the people that I was with besides the bulb were like, dude, did you just not high-five that chick? And I was like, fuck yeah, man. Fuck that shit. So the bulb knew that I was kind of... went and stared at a wall for Yeah. Uh, the bulb knew that I was kind of pissed and, you know, 
he kind of shot that back at me, a little anger back at me. By the time we had driven back to Texas, which is a long fucking drive, well, it's like a, almost like a day drive if you go straight. Um, we had kind of, sort of established some sort of communication again, and he began to ask me, "Why do you think I should not do what I, you know, you don't know why we're having this trouble?" I'm like, "You're right, I don't know, but I know that nothing is too big to fix unless it's colossal, yeah. fucking, you know." They're illegal almost, you know. Then she maybe you can't fix it. Kill your mom or something. Yeah, then then that may be unfixable. But nothing is too much of a problem to fix. This chick is good for you, man. Think about it. Do something to fix this. And they did. And they were happy. They moved in together. All that he had gas. a turtle. He had a turtle. That was weird. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, but there was always this weird thing, man. Like, uh, we'd go to the movies a lot together. I'd, you could say I was the third wheel, but he'd invite me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And she was perfectly fine with that. And one day she told me why she was fine with that. And it was weird because that day we were in line for a long fucking time. Uh, waiting for the Lord of the Rings marathon. All three movies back to back. Extended editions no less. Living up to your uh, reputation as a loser. Yeah. Big time. You know I like the most too. Um, so we, we were waiting that line for a long time. And uh, the whole fucking time I was the one talking to her. Mm. Interacting with her. Making her laugh and all that jazz. And I know that I didn't bother you. all him. that, Jay. But, uh, you know, at the same time, I was like, man, at what, at what point are you going to jump in? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Pipe. You know, chime in here, boy. But, dude, he not once. Maybe once or twice he said something to her. But the whole time, it was just me <sighs> doing the legwork. So I was like, man, that's weird. So at one point, he goes to get get uh, some, some coffee for her and him. Not me, because fuck coffee. And uh, she's behind me, and she's like, she asked me straight up, do you think the bulb likes me? And I'm like, yeah, he loves you. What are you talking about? And she's like, it's just weird, right, that he doesn't talk to me? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, it is kind of weird. And she's, and again, I, I may have been misreading this or not, but she said it in a way that maybe suggested something in my eyes. And you know I'm not one to jump to those conclusions. Not the Guardian over here. Mm. Um she she the way she phrased it was somewhere along the lines of it just seems i always have more fun with you mm. and i'm like well i'm glad you know i could help and now i'm like in like oh fuck yeah, that's, territory that's pretty cool because i've been down that road with ronnie you were like that's pretty cool and then you turn to stare at the wall yeah <laughs> i should have because fuck <clears throat> uh and she's like yeah you know but i'm glad that you always come along with us and that was like what the fuck that's fucking weird mm. So I just kind of left it at that, tried to be as amicable as I could. And, uh, you know, I mean, I didn't stonewall her either, you yeah. know, but I was just like, whoa, this is weird, right? So uh, then another rare circumstance came up where we were at a, she invited us to a birthday. I don't remember if it was her birthday or a relative of hers, but we were at her house. And, uh, you know, of course they already knew the bulb, but she introduces me to her family which is odd, you know, that she could have just said, this is my friend, no. or, you know, whatever, but it was like an elaborate introduction, all right, cool, whatever, that happens, you know, and uh, she gets a little uh, tipsy by the end of the night, mm. because there was a lot of margaritas uh, involved, and uh, again, this conversation comes up, you know, where she's like, first of all, she asked me if I have a girlfriend, and at the time, I didn't, and I was like, uh, no, and she's like, well, why not, you know, these type of questions, yeah. And it's going on a while, and I'm like, huh, this is a this is a weird thing. Thing that's happening. Uh huh. So I'm like, okay. And then she te- discloses that she and the bulb are having issues, mm. and this is when I'm like, a red light. 
No. You're telling you're asking me these questions followed up by yeah, we're having yeah. issues and this and that. We're about, like, about ready to make a straight line to that wall again. Yeah, for real, man. I'm like, because I don't want to fuck with the bulb, man. I, again, I've been down this road. I don't want to fuck my friend up. Your boy. Yeah. Although now in retrospect, I guess I should have. But anyway, uh, no, I shouldn't do But the point is, I was like, huh. Hmm, that's that's bizarre. That's really bizarre. Here's the thing about guys, man. If a, dude, if a chick throws attention your way, eventually you begin to ruminate on it. Yeah. Mull on it, chew on that sucker a bit, marinate on it, if you will. Uh, meanwhile, the chick is not even thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, so that began to chew at me a little. I was like, "Damn, man!" And look, look, I don't know. If you, did you ever meet her? Yeah, once I think. I don't know what you thought about her, but I thought she was gorgeous, man. I thought she was beautiful. Man, hit it. Yeah, I thought she was. She was uh, <clears throat> like just hot, you know. And she was real sweet to boot, you know. But anyway. So that began to chew on me because I am male. I am a, you know, I got a dangling. Yeah, you do have a dangling. So I'm like, fuck, what do I do here? But of course, you know, <clears throat> uh, my, the other head, the, the good head got the best of me. And I was like, okay, you got to chill, dude. That ain't the thing to do. So anyway, eventually they move out of town and then whatever. <clears throat> and uh, they go uh, they go to college together and they have their own apartment and whatever. Uh, I'm at work one day and this random old lady comes up, not a hag, just a nice old lady. Mm -hmm. And she comes up to me and she's like, Hey, are you Ahab? And I'm like, uh, yeah, never met this old hag. At that point you're going by uh, the mass movie maniac. Uh, Yeah. A long time ago. That long dead, uh, uh, a fucking alter ego. But anyway, yeah. She's like, are you Ahab? And I'm like, yeah. uh, May I help you? Cause I thought she was just a customer that for some reason knew my name. And I didn't have a name tag, by the way, but yeah. in case you're wondering. But anyway, I was like, uh, yeah, may I help you? And she's like, oh, no, no. I'm so-and-so's uh, grandma. She she tells me a lot about you. And I was like, that's weird. Because really, at that point, I hadn't talked to her in about three, four months, maybe. And she's like, yeah, in fact, she talked to me yesterday. I just thought I'd come and say hi and this and this and that. You know, she says all these good things about you, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, whoa. And you were like, what the? Yeah, I was like, what the egg? Uh, yeah, I was like, holy shit, what? Dude, I don't know about you, but at this point, I feel pretty safe and confident in thinking this chick kind of yeah, digs me a little. You're already like, and I'm you're like, taking out the thing. Yeah, I'm like, whoa, this is fucking strange, dude. So anyway, I get invited to go visit them over there where they're at. This thing is going to be a problem. No, no, no. I, I had confidence that I wasn't going to fuck with that shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But at the same time, I wanted to sniff her butt crack really yeah. bad. <laughs> so, so, so anyway, man, I go over to visit them. And I'm staying in their little den area, in a little living room area, I should say. And, uh, you know, uh, it's very clear that her and the bulb are having some sort of argument when I get there. And I say to her, I says, because, you know, he kind of goes off in a huff. And I says to her, I says, hey, man, uh, if you guys don't want me here, you know. And she's like, no, 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 it's not about you. We've just been having issues again, blah, 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 blah. You know, I'm glad to have you here, et cetera. And so is he. And I'm like, cool, cool, cool. And I make sure and check with him, too. And he's like, nah, man, it's cool. It was just, you know, it, it's just some shit we're ironing out or whatever. Cool, 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 cool. So I stay there and shit. And it becomes obvious that there is, in fact, some tension between them. Quite a bit of tension, in fact. And I can't really pinpoint exactly what it is. And I didn't want to intrude, so whatever. I was just kind of a third wheel at times in the real sense. Never felt that way with them before. It was just that their issues were getting to them. Then this happened. All right. I'd stay with them for about a week. Maybe a little bit more. 
this is what happened. The first a big ass red flag. They had this argument and it was an argument that I heard the bulk of and it became clear to me that they were arguing because she wanted to go out with her friends and he wasn't I guess secure in her going out with her friends. Mm. You know, kind of like jealous insecurity. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. It happens, bro. You yeah, know? but this, is, this didn't seem like that kind of guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was weird to me, too. Mm. He didn't seem that way at all, ever to me. And it just, uh, I guess he didn't feel that. And granted, I mean, by the hints that I was getting from her, maybe he should have felt insecure. But mm. anyway, um, she was, you know, she was arguing. They were arguing, etc. And uh, she was like, fine, I'll just go to sleep. And so they go to sleep, I guess, you know. And I'm in the living room like, whoop, that's awkward. Watching a movie. Along came Polly, by the way. Not worth it. All right. Although it had that scene with Jennifer Aniston's ass. That was pretty hot. Anyway, back when Jennifer Aniston was hot. Yeah. Um, so I finished the movie and I'm like just flipping through the channels and shit. And it's about fucking two, maybe one in the morning at earliest. And she sneaks out into the living room. And she says to me. Hey, can I ask you a favor? And I says to her, I says, Ass uh, favor? What? <laughs> you know? And she's like, Oh, nothing big. And I'm like, Good, because it's tiny. No, <laughs> no, it wasn't nothing like that. She's like, Can I ask you a favor? And I'm like, Yeah, sure. And she says, Would you not tell the bulb that I'm going out with my friends tonight? And I'm like, Do your thing, man. I'm not going to tell them anything. And she's like, You promise? I'm like, Yeah. And she's like, Thank you. And she gives me a peck on the cheek, right? And she goes out and presumably has fun with her friends. Comes back around, I don't know, maybe five-ish in the morning, somewhere around there. And I was still up. And she comes in and she's drunk. You know? Which is possibly why he was at odds with her, maybe. Yeah. Um, I know when I was with previous girlfriends, I didn't like to drink. And I still don't like to drink. But I also didn't like them to drink, you know? It's not a constructive fucking pastime. Especially if you're with someone. Yeah. So anyway, she could... A little brew every once in a while. Yeah, I enjoy a little brew every once in a while, but not get drunk drink, you know? So uh, she comes in, and she's clearly tipsy. And, uh, you know, I'm kind of in the fold-out couch thing, but it's not fully folded out, you know? It's kind of like that halfway mark, you know? And I'm there, and uh, and she comes in, and she drops her shoes because she had them in her fucking hands for some reason. And she drops them... And she's like, oh, shit, because they made a fucking loud-ass sound. And I'm like, uh-huh. And I'm like, you need help? And she's like, yeah, here, grab my bag. So I get her bag, and I put it on the kitchen table. And uh, she kind of goes to the restroom and shit. And she comes back out, and she's like, did I give you my phone? And I'm like, no. Man, this bitch is fucking blasted right now. <laughs> Ass blasted. And she, go, she goes, and she looks through her purse and finds her phone, you know, sends off a, a fucking message to somebody, I guess, or whatever. And then she shuts it down, and she kind of stands there for shit. It felt like a year, but it was probably like a good 10 seconds. And she's just kind of looking at me, and I'm kind of looking in her. Mind you, this is dark, so it's weirder, I guess. Yeah, a little bit. And I'm kind of looking in her direction, and then she kind of stumble falls towards me. And then all of a sudden, she's on me, and I'm like, fuck, is this bitch going to Ralph on me? But it wasn't no Ralphing. She's clawing at me. You know, like rip your clothes off style. Except I don't have, I have a fucking t-shirt. You can't unbutton a t-shirt. But she's doing the unbuttoning thing. And you're like, oh, this is a and thing I'm that's like, happening. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. So I like put her over on the couch. Like I push her over on the couch bed thing, the fold out thing. And I'm like, oh, are you okay? And she's like, 
yeah, I think I just need to rest a little bit. I'm like, yeah, you do that. I'm going to go to my wall now. I go to the restroom. I'm not going to lie. Beat a quick one out. <laughs> and, Are you serious? Dude, I had to, dude. Yeah. Dude, she was pretty, man. Yeah. You know, and uh, I'd rather beat one out and get that feeling over with than, yeah. than fuck it up, you know? And I went, you know, beat one out real quick. Trust me, it was quick. I was like, holy shit. You know when you're like, holy fucking shit? That fucking shit's rock hard. You're just like, I'm done. Woo! Can think clear again. Yeah. Anyway, I get out and uh, she's kind of asleep already. And I'm like, well, first of all, this is not good that she's asleep where I'm yeah. supposed to be sleeping. So I'm like, fuck. So I just kind of like, kind of half pull her off and then pick her up. And I put her on the floor next to the kitchen. <laughs> you know, like the little part. <laughs> like the part you, like, you like poke her up. <laughs> yeah, like the partition where it goes from rug to linoleum. Yeah. And I leave her there, and I go up to the bulb's room, and I knock on it, and he gets up, and he's like, what's up, man? And I'm like, dude, uh, your chick just got back, and I think she, she's blasted. And uh, he comes out, and he's like, what the fuck, man? I told her not to go, and I'm like, yeah, she came in, and she just kind of plopped down on the fucking floor. And, uh, you know, he took my word for it, thankfully. Uh, I mean, it's a lie, but it, I was not trying to be malicious, you know? I was like protecting him in a sense you know so he's like help me with her so we pick her up and we put her in the fucking bedroom um you know and after that they were they were both there was not an air of weirdness Mm. in in, in any sense but it was between me and him or between her and him it was just kind of like they gotten over the fight yeah but between me and her there wasn't an air of weirdness but there was that pregnant feeling of somethingness you know what i'm saying like we know something, yeah. and uh, I don't know if she was entirely sure what she knew. You know, I don't know how drunk she was that she remembered what or what. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh fuck, this is not cool, man." So about a day before I left, I, I caught her on an alone moment, and I said, "Look, uh, I don't really remember or not, but you came in, and then and she's like, yeah, I kind of remember.' And she's like, "Did I do something?' <laughs> you know, kind of like." Like a, like, a, like a chided little girl you're like, or something. You're like, don't worry, I beat one off. It's, 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 I might as well have said that because I was like, no. I mean, there was like a thing that happened, but I I didn't let it happen. And she's like, oh, okay. She's like, I'm sorry. And I'm like, no, no, that's cool. That's cool. You know, you know you're know, you cool with me. I even told her, I'm team you. I'm just, you know, chill. You know, I ain't, ain't going to fucking disrespect you or him or whatever. And she's like, oh, thank you so much. She gave me a hug, gave me a little kiss, like a friend kiss, you know. You went and stroked it. And I definitely wanted to smell her butt again. Um, that's right, again somehow. <laughs> um, and I was like, all right. Look, I'm not going to lie. I would smell a chick's butt. In case you're wondering if I'm just saying that, mm. I would totally smell her butt. But the point is, I was like, all right, well, this is a fucking thing that happened, man. This is, this is I don't know what to think about this, right? Yeah. Well, I come back. Uh, that was the second to last time I saw her because eventually they broke up. And when they broke up, um, her grandmother told me, uh, again, at, at work, her grandmother, I can't remember what the fuck. Was she just like dropping by? Well, she was a, like a constant shopper. I just never uh. knew that she was the grandmother, right? But um, she told me, I can't remember what the exact message was, but it was along the lines of that she wanted to talk to me. So back then it was MySpace and I and I went into the MySpace thing and, you know, kind of, you know, I, I sent her a message basically like, hey, what's up? You know, I hear that you want to tell me something. 
And uh, so, yeah, she kind of told me, hey, this thing with, with the bulb is over. I always kind of kind of dug you. I want that D. I mean, I wish you would have said that because that then I, then I would have been like, man, I got sniffed that B. Yeah. But uh, yeah, basically the suggestion was, what's up? Yeah. And I mean, I, I didn't do it. So I'm like, man, I feel good that I didn't. Yeah. I guess for lack like, of a better word, betray my friend. Like right away too. Yeah, and right away too, which yeah. would have been fucked up. But at the same time, I wanted to yeah, smell that, that butthole yeah. pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, and now in retrospect, I mean, it's not that we hate each other. It's just we're not friends, you know. Circumstances came between us because of me being locked up. You know, people move on, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And uh, it's it, it's amicable, but it's not anything like it used to be between me and him. Uh, and, of course, he's like half a state away on top yeah. of that. So now in retrospect, I'm like, damn. Fuck. Could have sniffed that bee. Could have sniffed, sniffed that bunghole. Yeah. But, you know, that's how it happens sometimes with these fucking things. Just a weird little story that I remembered. Um, yeah. So many missed calls in, in my life. Yeah. So fucking many roads and avenues that I should have taken and I never did. And instead, I took the worst possible avenues in life. Um, and, you know, well, fuck. Here I am. Rock me like a hurricane. You know that song, right? Yeah, it's not a great one. It's not a good song. Just like my life, yeah. ain't great. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Uh, it's kind of been like a foolish endeavor, in my life. <laughs> you know, I had a scholarship to college and I didn't go. Yeah. Uh, had several other opportunities to go to college, didn't go. Uh, there was always just like these close calls, and, and I don't know if it was. You know, one of the times I didn't go was because of my grandmother. Mm. I thought she was on the on the last years of her life. Turns out she lived another eight years. Yeah. So I didn't go that second time that I should have gone to film school. The first time, I didn't go because uh, I had that full paid full paid scholarship, and I and you know you have to do all the paperwork to get in and all that jazz. But I turned in the paperwork. They didn't tell me any of this though. If I would have known, hell, you know, shit, I would have done the paperwork earlier. But as it and don't get me wrong, I wasn't procrastinating. Turned it in as fast as I could. But they were like, hey, say, man, I mean, the deadline for the film school was so and so date, like three days before. And I was like, who the f nobody fucking told me that. I you literally knew that it was yeah. FSU, by the way. You literally knew that that was gonna be the major that I wanted. And you didn't tell me until after I turned in the paperwork? What the fuck is that? So they're like, well, you can come in this one year for, you know, just a standard fucking college thing. You know, take some basics or whatever, and then we'll get you into film school. And, you know, and I was like, it kind of dispirited me enough so that I was like, eh, fuck it. I'm not going to go like a fool. Uh, but then I re-signed up to, at the time, there was uh, Santa Fe Film School, which is now closed. But they were filming a lot of movies in, in New Mexico at the time. Yeah. You know, tons of movies were being filmed there because it was a tax shelter. Yeah. So I was going to go. there now. Does it? That's cool. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, man. And uh, so I was going to go there, you know. And uh, that's where our sometimes collaborator, Senor Spielbergo, went. Mm. And we were both going to go there. My name was on the door and everything, you know. And uh, I remember the day that it was supposed to be the first day. He calls me. And he's like, 
dude, where are you? And I'm like, yeah, I'm back home. <laughs> this is a fucking thing yeah. I'm doing. So I don't... it seems to be like a family thing because I do that a lot too. I don't know if it's just like a. I know why I do it. It's because like a it, it it's a fear and anxiety, mm-hmm. and so I put up these walls. And then I don't want to say it's excuses, but when you boil it down, it ends up being excuses. You know? What yeah, I mean? and I think they're anchored in some form of fear yeah. of getting out of a comfort zone. Yeah. And a lot of people go through that in some way or another. I just think for some reason it's a fucking issue in yeah. our family. Yeah, like we do it, and, and and it's not even like an intentional thing. It's just it happens. Yeah, yeah. And it's been really, really, really bad for me, obviously. And then when I do take leaps, it always ends up in a fucking bad place. Yeah, and it's weird because you're, you're kind of like, I, I think I'm like the overly safe guy. Mm-hmm. You're kind of like in a weird, you're kind of like a weird up and down type of things. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you take weird leaps, but you're also really outgoing. But then you also still have that in there. So it's kind of like a weird unevenness to it. Yeah, I try to be more <laughs> careful. I have no problems with interacting with people. Yeah. I don't interact with intent like mm. i don't go out and go i'm gonna go to the bar and interact yeah no but if somebody interacts with me i have no problems communicating with them you know so i'm the complete opposite yeah you just shut down yeah i i have no issue you know, <clears throat> if you talk to me i'll talk back to you endlessly even yeah you know uh no issues there no issues going to like interviews conversing all that shit nothing no issues but certain things just lock me down, yeah. and it's, it's it's scary to move out of that shit, you know. And uh, being an ex-con, uh, that shit, you know, in a lot of ways I could, this is now going into prison talk in a way. Yeah. I like and, how this started with you eating shark. Yeah. Somehow it got <laughs> it's, to. It's the random <clears throat> podcast, yeah. damn it. Uh, <clears throat> in a lot of ways, before I got locked up, I was an extremely confident person. Mm. Possibly the most confident I've been in my life without being a complete douchebag. I was confident, like, say, around my high school years and after that. You're kind of butt-bag. But I was a fucking asshole. Yeah. Right before I got locked up. We didn't get along for a long time. Yeah, we didn't get along at all. Um, But right before I got locked up, we got along famously. And there was some tension there because I had gotten a girlfriend and, and, you know, you had some issues with... Uh, not the girlfriend herself, but with coping with the idea of that, yeah. you know, and that, I mean, uh, you know, you have psychological issues. Let's yeah. Just I didn't grow up with a dad. You were the closest yeah. thing. And it was kind of like that thing. Yeah. It was kind of like an abandonment. It was a thing. thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I try to, I try, I was, you know, it's hard to balance being with people. And I was trying my damnedest not to make this girl feel abandoned or unwanted and when you're newly form- forming a relationship, you have to spend more time with that person you're newly forming a relationship until they get used to you. And then you can go, okay, now we- now you see the full breadth of everything. Now we can relax a little. And I think maybe now in retrospect, maybe you saw that, you see that, how I was trying to ease her in and at the same time, at least kind of make you aware of that. But there was a, you know, an issue for a while there. And eventually I think, Thankfully, because of her willingness to, I think you saw that my intent was not to push you out. Yeah. But to I, welcome I her along, in. I got along with her. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the intent was never to push you out, but to welcome her in. And then hopefully there could be a union of these things, you know. Mm. So, yeah. 
there was that 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 the weird issue uh, there for a while, but it, it ironed out and it worked out. And then, yeah, I was just confident, you know, in my job and my life at the moment with the person I was with. Our issues had kind of begun to iron out. All that jazz. Then the the circumstances that led to jail happened. And once... And don't get me wrong, I deserve to go. Yeah. I deserve to go to prison. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I like not, how I didn't deny it. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm not making excuses. That, that's not what I'm saying. But people that go to prison are people too. You know yeah. what I'm saying? If they if they did something wrong as I did, they deserve to be punished for it. Don't do not get me wrong. I'm not making excuses for that at all. But while most people in prison psychologically shut down and just become worse versions of themselves. Because they have, they're dehumanized in there. Yeah. So the response is either I'm gonna better myself against all odds, against everybody telling me I'm garbage, or I'm gonna go with the flow, think that I'm garbage, and just become worse. That's the only two options in there, and there's there's variants in between, but that's pretty much the two roads you can take in there. I went for the, you know what? I'm gonna spend five years punishing myself, and then find something in me that I wasn't there before. And, uh, you know, some people have asked, uh, uh, I guess about details about what got me there again. I want to address that in a channel that takes shit hundred percent seriously, yeah. but I guess this is a serious conversation, but it's on a not very serious channel. Yeah. And then there's details that yeah, yeah. need to be, and there's other, you know, there's people involved, yeah. you know, when you, when you commit a crime, there's other people involved. You're not the criminal is not the only one involved. There, there's uh, considerations to be had yeah. for the privacy and respect of others, as well as the stupidity that you committed. So anyway, suffice it to say that I felt immense guilt towards what I had done, and more importantly, towards the people's the people whose lives I had affected. You know. My relationship, my family, uh, you know, when you're a criminal, there are victims to your crime, their relationships, their families, etc. you know? So all that shit weighed on me dramatically. And for the first two and a half years, I took my punishment to like penance levels. You know, as a prison is fucking hot, especially in Texas. I would wear two layers of clothing and sleep under sheets, you know, just to increase my discomfort uh you know shit like that i, I would not I refuse to talk to people uh, not in a fucked up way that would get me in trouble but it, it took me a while to to just relax and actually associate with people uh you know just do shit to make myself feel more uncomfortable um and at the same time not cause a stir and a ruckus so that was kind of my thinking. Uh, and on top of that, of course, you're being, like I said, dehumanized constantly by the overseers, the guards, uh, people in general. You know, just, you, you become filth to everybody. The criminals in there, the, the, you know, the prisoners, I should say, treat each other like shit in an attempt to make themselves feel better. And I just decided, fuck it, you know, treat me like shit if you must. I'm not going to defend that. But that can only take you so far before you begin to want to die. And I didn't want to die, per se. I, I had shreds of hope of things that I wanted and things that I wanted to fix and etc. So 
My confidence, however, was shredded. And I will say this. As deserving as I was of that, it does have a psychological impact on you. Yeah. And I don't want to say... I don't want to call PTSD. I don't want to say uh, I should... I should get some, there's a lot of prisoners that do this. I should get some, some some recompense from the government for PTSD or social security. A lot of prisoners have social security because of that. Really? Yeah, because you know it affects you mentally to a degree and you know if you if there's a legit issue or not, you can convince a psychologist of anything, really. Yeah. Uh I could legitimately go to a psychologist and I almost can guarantee you that there's fucking issues. Yeah, I would And people would actually be a good idea I'm yeah friends have, have told me you know i have a couple of real good uh, female friends of mine that have told me countless times dude you need to go to a psychologist yeah the problem is with from my experience with the people in this area i think you would be too bright for them perhaps because... after all i am the one who diagnosed you then an entire board of psychologists mocked me yeah then years later guess what the diagnosis I gave them, they said, oh, that's what he has. Yeah. The fuck, man? Anyway, I'm not saying I'm smarter than a doctor. I'm just saying that happened. But the uh, point you're is... You're not saying you're smarter than the doctor. You're saying you're smarter than a uh, board of seasoned doctors. <laughs> that's what I was saying. No, but I, I get what you're saying. That there, There's a lot of incredulous people here where we're at and uh, very cynical. Uh, you know, and they, after all, how are they going to see a, a prisoner as anything but a deceiver and a liar, you know? Uh, but whatever, I, I've been told by several people, dude, you need to go see a psychologist because, you know, I kind of vent on these two friends a lot. Uh, not a lot, but more than anybody, I tell them issues. But it racks your fucking confidence, it steals your humanity, and then you're unleashed into a world where you're expected to function again. And that's why a lot of people are recidivists. They go back, one, most of them because they just fucking don't leave the criminal life and they yeah. go back the other because society never sees them as anything but criminals yeah and they are never forgiven and 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 it's not saying that there's different kinds of people you know there is yeah. of course and uh here's the issue though even criminals can get jobs the thing is my confidence was so stolen from me and these things, you know, my, my entire psyche was fucking torn, fucking asunder, asunder. that <clears throat> that affected my confidence so much that, that I am shattered every time something impacts that confidence again. Example, one of the first jobs that I was actually called back to, I was like, yes. Yes, I just need one step forward. This is it. I got called back, went through the training for about two days. And then halfway into the training, I get escorted out of the building and told, I'm sorry, you know, we can't, you know, we can't have you working here. And it's because, you know, their PR eventually reviews you. Yeah. They find out you're a con. They decide, they make the decision, eh, should we get keep her or not? Decision made. And normally, you know, maybe a lot of, you know, I have several friends that have gone out and, and functioned well again to some degree or another. They would brush themselves off and just go to the next place. To me, it was like, pff, I'm back down. I'm back down in the depths of self-doubt and depression. And I have to I think, build myself up again. Yeah, I think to add to that, it's it's the fact that you've never been that way. Yeah, you I know, was like not for, a... For me, that kind of shit's normal. 
Yeah. You know, I'll just freaking be alone for a week or whatever, and I'll be fine. But for you, it's kind of like a new thing yeah. to deal with. And on top of that, <clears throat> I have no background in criminality, you know? Yeah. So it's not like I was one of these guys that, you know, knows how to work the system. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Oh, now I can get out and do this, get a little job right here. I got the hookup over here. I, I don't have the fucking hookup. I don't know how to work the system. You know, uh, I just don't. And again, whenever I tr- think that I have a leg up, something comes out and sweeps my feet off from under me and it shatters me, man. It, it steals all that confidence and I have to beat depression again and then get back up to trying to get on that path again. It's getting better to some degree. Like this last one where it was just obvious I wasn't going to get the job. I wasn't devastated. But it's also not good to be numb to it. Yeah. It, it, in fact, it's probably worse to be numb to it because eventually numbness leads you to, to carelessness. And I don't want to be careless either, you know, because carelessness can lead to dark roads. Uh, and then that's not something I want, obviously. Um, so it's a fucking issue, dude. And then on top of that, there's still, this is where the PTSD thing comes in. Like, yeah, I don't want to play that fucking violin. I'm not trying to do that. I'm not trying to make anybody feel em- empathy towards me or nothing like that. It's just what it is, is what I'm saying. And uh, there's shit that fucking destroys me mentally. Great example. And I'm sure maybe I mentioned this once or twice, but this is, I mean, it stands. You know, uh, I, I watched a prison show called Wentworth. And that, you know, if you ever want to see what prison's like for most people, you know, there's the people that go to some fucked up prisons, like Oz style prisons, you yeah. know, that's for, that's for maximum security fucks. On the daily. Yeah. That's maximum security danger fucking prisons. I went to a minimum security prison, uh, but that doesn't mean it wasn't bad. No. You know what I'm saying? And I was in some medium security ones too, before I got to the minimum one. But... If you want to see what prison is for most people on the daily, see a show like Wentworth. Yes, there's stabbings, there's violence, there's there's some fucked up shit going on. For the most part, though, it's people trying to maintain some semblance of humanity. And that's what that show depicts so well. And, you know, and it also depicts the guards and all that shit and how they interact with people. And it's so... It might seem to some people like that's melodramatic, but the fuck, I, I, I've yet to see a show that's so close to the prison lifestyle than that. And yeah, of course it has, you know, like any show it has some extreme moments that may be a little, pushing a little bit of reality, but for the most part, that's what prison is like. And there's moments in that show that, uh, f- fuck, dude, it winded me, you know, and, and I know I've told you this before and maybe mentioned it here once or twice. There's this moment, excuse me, got a little stuffy nose. There's a moment in season two where the show's coming back at the first episode, and, and it's just the main character that, that went into the prison in, in season one. And she's already gone through some shit through season one, right? <coughs> and we re encounter her in season two. She's literally just asleep, and she's dreaming of her life outside of prison, which, by the way, when you first get into prison, you're gonna dream about your life outside of prison, and it's every like that Johnny Cash song, the Green Dude, Green Grass of Home. Yeah, man. And every time, fuck, I want to cry right now. Every time you get up, every time you get up, and it's not there, 
It, it breaks your fucking heart if you got one. And no matter what fucked up thing I did, I didn't lose my heart. You know? And it seems like something so small. It seems like something so fucking small. But getting up and not and realizing that you're not with the people you love is devastating. And then add to that that after that you realize that you've affected other people's lives and maybe put them through something similar and you just compound that effect on yourself. If you still have a fucking heart. And I don't even blame all the prisoners that harden themselves. Yeah. To avoid that feeling. I'm telling you man. Prison creates monsters. Out of men. And if you're a monster already. It will create something ten times worse. If you don't have a heart. Or if you choose to protect it so much. That it becomes stone. It's terrible. And just that. If you you wouldn't even notice it if you haven't been to prison, it's just her getting up, and she's had these flashes of her life, and it's the sounds of the prison just slowly trickle into the shot. <sighs> every t- <laughs> just talking about it, every single time, it fuck it fucks me up, man. You know, I told I, I was trying to explain. That particular effect to mom as I was driving back with her from somewhere, and it it, it racked me so much that I had to pull off the road to just recollect myself, so that I could be composed enough to continue to drive. Cause it, it, it it's, it's devastating, man. Yeah. Every single time. And again, compounded by the fact that if you have a conscience, if you have a heart. You think it's, it's kind of like, um, kind of like how I was describing to you a while ago, like after our grandmother died, mm-hmm. that I would wake up, I would have dreams of her in it, yeah, and I would wake up and you realize that it's not there. It's kind of like that kind of feeling, yeah, like, yeah. And uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. that's just one of the many things that that you deal with, you know. And again, uh, you know, I deserve to be there. Uh, you know, I'm not even arguing that. I'm just saying people are people, man. Yeah. You know, I, I you don't know something until you experienced it. And uh, just like everybody out here before I experienced prison, I disregarded prisoners as well, you know. Maybe not, in, you know, I wasn't fucking horrible about it, but I was like, eh. I didn't even give them a second thought. And if I did, I'd see them as cannon fodder at best. But you don't know until you're there. And it's you not, like, like I was trying to say earlier, it's not... Obviously, there's people who are just bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? But to write everyone off... It's fool's work. Yeah. You know, and uh, I've seen, I, I encountered some of the worst people uh, in society's eyes anyway in their as well and uh, a lot of those people want to fix themselves and they just know that eventually the fact that society will not accept them breaks them down yeah 
And I think about those guys, and I think those guys have even less hope than I do. It's shocking to me that society is willing to completely create worse monsters than they initially locked up, and they're happy about it. Yeah. They revel in the idea of it, you know, and then don't see the irony of them becoming monsters themselves and doing so. You know, uh, there's a solution. Maybe, maybe we need to separate uh, uh, people that have gone, you know, out of uh, uh, prison into their own society and allow them to function in a way that benefits the country, whatever. Yeah, start but, up another Australia. Yeah, really, man. I mean, there needs to be an avenue for these people to become functional again. And some of them may never be able to leave that colony, for lack of better words. And some of them may be able to graduate into normal society, but there needs to be something more concrete. Yeah, there needs to be like a in-between, not just... Yeah. You know, and... Uh, uh, I mean, some people will never see it that way because you're a criminal who gives a shit. I don't blame them. You know, like I said, I... I put myself there. You know what I'm saying? But it doesn't mean that... I am defined by what everybody else sees and everybody and every other prisoner or any other prisoner is defined by anything but what but what they are. So yeah, it's just a just such a weird situation, man. And uh I honestly don't know how to get out of, the, uh, out of that spot. I it's tough. It's tough and uh sometimes I end up defeating myself. Because it's hard, it's hard to see myself as human anymore, you know, and, and instead of seeing people reacting to me, I kind of begin to understand why, say, a black people in society, sometimes they get very defensive and assume racism is at every corner. I understand that. I don't think that's true, obviously. Yeah. Not everybody... Not everybody's disagreeing with you because of some racist precedent. No, no, no. That's not the case. It's just not true. But I understand why they would see it that way. There's so much history there. Yeah. That they, they, they it's, it's almost like they the can't norm. help it. Yeah. yeah. It's expected. So I'm not comparing going to prison with that, but it's in a similar vein in the sense that I can only see. <laughs> Even if I try my best, eventually I can only see people's reactions to me as a form of reaction to what I am seen as. Even if I know better, it begins to feel that way. And I, mind you, I don't react in anger or anything like that. It just just it just destroys me inside. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and anything can trigger it. You know, uh, <laughs> I hate to use that word, but anything can trigger it. You know, if, you know, I don't know, man, if, if somebody that I'm friendly with doesn't interact with me, I'd be like, fuck, am I being judged? Am I being seen this way? Is this a punishment? Is, you know, and, and logic begins to leave and you became, you know, go back into that kind of self-penance type of thing where it's like, fuck. 
and then you just feel like you deserve it and then there you go there goes your confidence again and there you know it's it's a constant cycle and and it fucking sucks man for lack of better words it sucks uh but you know on the other end of the spectrum i have to see that i affected people's lives with this and they went through their own shit and are probably still going through their own shit you know hopefully not but they probably are still going through their own shit so what about them you know uh i can only be considered as much as i can be you know and uh you know in the end we're we're kind of in our own universe you know the universe certainly doesn't revolve around us but we have no other access but to what is around us which is us so we live in this microcosm of ourselves yeah and you know it's this island man it's not even this island earth it's this island man that we live in i am me this is where i am and i can only do so much and hopefully i can break out of this mold and that's everybody's story wherever they may be at and some people do it better than others and some people don't have adversity in front of their faces some people don't create their own adversity but some people do and it's just where where i am you know and this is possibly the most serious conversation we've had on this channel and, and it started with sharks yeah considering it started with sharks <clears throat> but it's just something that i think i think you can see now why this other channel that that, that i want to do the more serious channel about prison about criminality life after prison etc is 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 it's something that i want to do but it's something that is hard for me to face yeah and 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 work around some people will be like oh it's just your guilt working on you no really i'm over the guilt what's done is done and it's unfortunate yeah but now i gotta face me and not in the way i faced it in prison and in, in, in prison it was look man this is what you became and in such a brief period of time this is what you became you know and there was a partner in crime with me you know it's not what you became it's what you too became and and, and now what you know you have to face that and and live with that and then on top of that you have to live with the losses the damage uh you know society's brunt on you and it never ends you know but what to do but continue and trying to to make it work and and then hopefully one day find some sort of balance and uh again uh, going back to that anxiety issue uh it's gotten worse because of that lack of confidence post-prison to the to the point where my world shuts down i can't see solutions anymore i can't sort out solutions in my head to where i'm like okay this is how i start to fix the problem instead the moment something goes wrong everything falls apart and and, and i have to start from scratch yeah and, and, and then that fucking... that becomes a, a freaking I know I've told you about it, but it, 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 that's a problem. Yeah, it's a because, big problem. Because it, it, it's basically, you get to a point where you think you're good, and then something messes it up, and yeah. then you're you're back to step yeah. one, and you yeah. have to do all that shit all over again. And now it's not going to work the way that you did it the first time. Yeah. So. And, uh, you know, <clears throat> it's difficult. It's difficult. I don't know what to do. I don't know what the route to take. 
I feel like a baby almost. Like people have to guide me to do things because then otherwise I won't grasp them anymore. Uh, in terms of functioning, in terms of society in general, it's like I'm lost. And uh, it, it has yet to go away. And it fucking sucks, man. It fucking is atrocious the way to live. But maybe that's kind of what I made for the bed that I made for some somebody you got to lay in it, you know. And who knows for how long. Uh, but I wonder at what point is it you've done your penance. And maybe I'm thinking too spiritual, but when I say something like penance, at what point is it enough that you can turn that leaf? But really, I don't think the issue is spiritual anymore. It's psychological now. Yeah, I mean, there's there's so much you can do if, you, if there's a mental illness. I know that's a thing that's being used a lot nowadays, and it's bullshit. Yeah. It's become and, bullshit. And like I said earlier, I loathe to even yeah put that fucking idea on it. I don't. Yeah, want but we have like we have a history of it in our family. I have problems with it. It it's clear you have issues with it. Mom definitely has. Problems. Mom has issues, with it. and we all have. We all deal with it in very different ways. Yeah. Um. There's just so much you can do. It, 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 as a person, where you're you, you're kind of can't do anymore because it's just a thing that you're gonna have have you know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't know. It either gets better or worse. <laughs> and I guess that's the role of the dice, folks. I do want to. Um, I do want to ask one final question. Yes, please. You you uh you mentioned how you were pretty good with your life pre-prison, right? And we mentioned how there is, the, as family, as a family, we tend to stop ourselves. Mm-hmm. Do you think, in all honesty, right. that that was a, what ended up happening, uh-huh. was a sab- was a self sabotage, of sorts? Because I'm guilty of this shit all the time. I think, Obviously not to that degree. You know, and and, I, and I've definitely thought and, and mulled over that idea many a times, and I think. To some degree, it may have been because self-destruction was a big fucking thing with me. Um, maybe it still is. I don't know, but it certainly was before. I remember when I first read Fight Club and I and uh, I read the line about self-destruction. You know, it's cathartic power. I felt kind of liberated. Like, fuck yes. Things felt hopeful because I was in such a self-destructive loop all the time that it felt like maybe this self-destruction could be constructive one day. So it's been an issue for me for sure uh, in the past. It'll possibly the worst in the past. And I think maybe that was just another loop. You know, especially considering things had been going so well. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, then all of a sudden in the span of maybe two, three weeks, chaos, you know, just utter chaos. And uh, let me tell you, man, uh, one thing I'll tell you is that the legal process I see completely through different eyes now. Now that I've seen yeah, the other side. I think that is something that we should talk about. In... When that channel comes yeah. to fruition. Yeah, the legal process is something that has opened my eyes what you read in the papers what you see on the news yeah 
almost, I'll say 99% of the time, bullshit. is either bullshit, is either an inkling yeah. of what actually happened, is an assumption. I was seeing, is, uh, I don't want to interrupt, but I was seeing this, this uh, you like that, I don't want to interrupt, but I will. Um, I was seeing this, you know, this report on some true crime shit, right? Uh-huh. They were talking about the kids, like, uh, or the the guy who shot up the McDonald's. I don't know if you remember that shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, his uh, his upbringing and shit. Right. Uh, and, and it got to the point where they started talking about how people talked about him, mm-hmm. and it made it, it realized that suddenly, when you, when you, when you, uh, when when you when you know when you end up going to jail or do something dumb like that, obviously that's an extreme, but. Right, right, it's, right. It happens with everything. I know because we experience this. Uh, suddenly, everybody comes out and has these ludicrous stories Theories about the person. And ideas, yeah. Like, oh, I knew that guy. He was a witch, witch doctor, or some shit like that. And suddenly, everybody knows everything about you. Yeah, and I was, and I was kind of put in that corner personally. You know, uh, uh, the details of my crime uh, on their own were something to chatter about. Yeah, but. The sensationalist shit that came afterwards yeah. was like, what the fuck? I had a black room and then yeah, you know. th- I'm telling you, this might be stuff that we might have to yeah, yeah, but just, just because it does need to be. I'll <laughs> say all that to say yeah, this: don't we don't want to get into too much detail. The 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 experience again. The, this will be discussed in that other channel. Yeah, but it's pertinent to what I'm saying now. Uh, experiencing how that comes out. Made me extremely wary. Yeah, of everything, of pretty much. And uh, but you know, it also made me realize that certain things had been, I guess, uh, in my life had been. Uh, uh, pointing to this if so many people like you say come out of the woodwork all of a sudden friends etc and they're like oh yeah this and this and that most of them just want a piece of the pie attention etc but if all of a sudden people come out of the woodwork then you begin to see yourself through other people's eyes and you realize that you were laying at least a little bit of groundwork for, for people to perceive you a certain way anyway I'm not even talking about the sensationalist bullshit. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the few... Because I got to read a lot of uh, people's perceptions of me because I was sued afterwards. Yeah. You know? Again, that will be discussed in, uh, eventually even when we do that more serious channel, but... This is like the ultimate teaser for that. Too. Yeah. No shit. I was sued eventually, so I got to read a lot of testimonies from people against me. Or not against me, but character testimonies, you know? Yeah. And uh, it's kind of like... It was like a course in... And knowing who you could trust almost. Yeah. And I, I can speak to the way that will affect how people see you. Mm-hmm. Because, like, for a long time, we didn't know any any of the details. Right. And we were just getting that secondhand, um, you know, bullcrap, basically. Right. And, and, and it, like, I'll be honest, it completely changed the way I saw you for five years. Yeah. And, you know, that became a problem. You know when that when the time came, so yeah, it, it's a thing that 
misinformation and 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 you know people just talking out of their ass or yeah or even even like you said taking some fact or whatever and just kind of going running with yeah, it yeah running with it is yeah it's, but it's pretty big problem that uh they say that every myth, every fable has a root in truth. Yeah. And that's the way I was seeing this, you know, trying to self-examine and self-analyze. I was seeing this is how people saw me. And again, the sensationalist ones, it may have been like they're just wanting a little time in the, in the spotlight. Yeah. But somewhere deep down there, there was a root and foundation to the way they made that story blow up. What was it? And I would see and then, you know, and, uh, you know, I didn't have lawyers to represent me because in my mind, I was like, I deserve everything. So bring it on. And I was dead honest with people and blah, blah, blah. Uh, sometimes to a fault, maybe. But, uh, you know, uh, I was even foolish enough when uh, during the lawsuit to just agree with shit just to get the lawsuit over with. Just to punish myself further. Which was really dumb. Because it fucked me. You know what I'm saying? But I was so hell-bent on penance. That I just agreed with shit. I went against my own testimony. Uh, on my criminal testimony. Just to get this fucking shit finished with. And, and me punished. Which was foolish. In retrospect, I regret that. Because, you know. Fuck. That sucks. For me. Now, worse. No. But whatever. I, you know. I can't fix that. It's done. Uh, it was a spiritual choice to just say, fuck it. I deserve punishment. Give me more of it. And that's that. I don't regret that spiritual choice. Uh, but it does suck. But anyway, the point is, uh, it just taught me to go back and look. Okay, why did this person even want to say this about me? Uh, and why did this person perceive me this way, etc. And it, and it made me realize, going back to this, had I been laying, even in my happiness... Subtle tracks to lead me to self-destruction. Yeah, and the answer scarily might be, yeah, yeah. I might have been trying to ruin my own happiness just because I was happy. <clears throat> yeah, the reason why I asked this is because I—that's something I definitely do. Uh, I haven't had the chance to do it recently because, uh, you know, I ain't talking to no one. Basically, except for Marcus. Marcus, my boy. But uh, that's also why you know I'm in this situation because of that. Because I did all that stuff. You know what I mean? I'm a self sabotager, and I and I and I see that in you. You know what I mean? So yeah. I was just wondering if you were aware, or if you thought that that was a and thing you, that happened. Sometimes it's worse to be aware. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, like, cause it's, cause it's for the like... longest time. I didn't realize what what it, like it's just shit that happens and then you're like oh man this sucks but then when you realize it you're like why am I doing this yeah it's almost, why can't I just have a friend why do I have to be yeah a piece of shit all of a sudden it's almost like watching yourself purposely turn the wheel off a cliff yeah and not doing jack shit about it even though you know you could yeah and uh, so it's almost scary to be aware uh, at the same time being aware. It's, it's like a coping mechanism, the, the doing that. I know that. Yeah. But it, it sucks. It's a shitty one. I will it's a say destructive the, one. The one benefit of being that self-aware, um, whether in the moment or in retrospect, either or, um, has been that it's made me 
an attentive friend to when people need something. Yeah. You know, it makes me uh, empathic towards them. It makes me want to help them or listen. Sometimes people just need to be listened to. You know, it makes me want to do that. So there's at least that one benefit out of it. But it is a sucky-ass situation, and I don't know how to fix it, but I strive to fix it. And maybe I won't ever, but I know at least I can be comforted in the fact that, that I want to, that it's not my desire to be broken as a human being. So I guess there's that, you know, for now. And we'll see where that leads. But... Yeah, uh, if you haven't seen a previous podcast we did, there's, there was a reason we did this channel. And part of it was to fix the chasm that had grown between us. And I think it, it's done its work, slowly but surely. That, among other things, mind you. Uh, and there's still moments, of course, for both of us where... Yeah, I think just in the way that I deal with things... Yeah. Um, it causes situations that may be taken in a certain way, especially like you said earlier, that you're quick to assume certain things nowadays. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's not. It's definitely we can actually talk to each other now. Yeah. Without, versus... without me just being like. Yeah. And again, I don't want to blame anything. Obviously, you know, people had you know their part to play or whatever, but. A lot of my perception for five years was on bullshit that was reported and was wrong. Yeah. And, and you know, again, that's not taking anything away from the situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff happened. Don't get me wrong. But, fuck, man. But it, it, the, the full story isn't what you see sometimes. Yeah. The, sometimes there's more. Sometimes there's less. Sometimes it's a lot more complex. You know? Yeah. I classify mine yeah, we've, as... we've had... We've had recent well not recent somewhere recently you kind of explain some of your thinking mm-hmm. and it's 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 weird i don't i can't say i understand it yeah but it's uh it's human which is right. you know everything they try to take away basically right in, in the in, in the news or you know the people talking and all that shit yeah i mean and that's that's ultimately what i discovered in lockup too is man that uh, those people as much as the news tries to pay and then don't get me wrong there's awful people in there yeah, we're in prison yeah. for a reason every one of us was in prison for a reason uh, all the people that I met in there and myself we were in but there for a reason yeah but if the way I see it if you, if you if everybody was held accountable for all the shitty shit they did and everybody no would be in yeah, prison everybody yeah. would be in prison but that's one thing I learned quickly and again it goes into those two roads that I talked about earlier either you decide to fix yourself or you don't uh, whether it's a Kobe Mexican not to or to do it either way or you just do it involuntarily those are the two big paths you fix yourself or you don't what i saw in there was that there was always more than what what people assumed or were told always and even if even if the shit was as bad as as everyone said or worse or less worse even then some of those people were human and were trying to fix themselves. Again, not everyone. And, I mean, there has to be something there for them to try to fix that. You know what I'm saying? So, without excuses, without you know, any of that, uh, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to be something. And, and you know, 
a lot of people go to prison and they come out religious, supposedly. Mm. I don't make that claim. I, I pursued faith. And uh, I'm very bad at it. Yeah, and it's not like it was just a thing that came out of nowhere. We came from a yeah, we came from a faith background. Yeah. I but th- that's just it, and they, I think that even further proves my genuine intent behind it. I don't believe what we believed as children. Yeah, uh, I believe something different in a lot of ways. There's similarities here and there, but obviously, <laughs> I believe something different, and my intent is legitimate. Uh, I don't want to call myself a Christian because that has a bad fucking taste yeah, in people's to a lot of, in my mouth. It yeah, has a bad thanks taste. Thanks to a lot of uh, morons, yeah, jerks, morons, people yeah. that don't understand their faith, all that jazz. Uh, that's not. Uh, I believe in a Christian ideology. I'll say that, but I don't subscribe to a specific church or a specific belief system. I believe what I study to believe and then I, and I figure out to believe. Okay? And then I, if you don't believe in that, I don't judge you for it. And, and you know, and I don't think you're wrong. And, I, you know, I, I just think that this is the path for me. That's it. You know, I'm not one of those Christians, so to speak. But I'm also a fallible motherfucker. Case in point, I just said motherfucker and I feel bad about it. But, you know, I'm fallible. And honestly, maybe I'm fallible to a fucking fault because I'm a Christian that believes that I'm not going to heaven. But I'm okay with that. Because at the end of the day, I tried as best as I could. And maybe that's enough for me. You know? And if you doubt the genuineness of that, then I don't blame you either, but it, it is genuine. For better or for worse. You know? And maybe I was a criminal. And maybe I will be forever seen that way. But... I want to be better and maybe that's enough for some people and if it's not at least I tried to the best of my abilities which sometimes are not even remotely good but that's kind of what trying is isn't it yeah so there you have it and you know like I can't do better than that I can only do as best as i can and look we get silly on this channel we talk nonsense mm-hmm. uh we got a long-running series talking to her yeah this channel and again i've said this before it's not that we're disingenuous it's it's us just having stupid fun uh there's no maliciousness intended behind it it's it's a release it's a event it's entertainment um we take our opinions and then we blow them, you know, ludicrously out of proportion for entertainment value. Yeah. Because. And there's only been like one where it got serious. Yeah. And we didn't even release it. So. Yeah. So, but I don't want that to reflect. Sometimes I, I'm, you know, at odds with what we do. 
because I don't, I, I feel like maybe people think the few that watch us and we, and we love you all, especially if you're still watching. Yeah. Uh, I fear that maybe they think that this is a hundred percent who we are. And again, no disingenuousness. We voice our opinions, but then, yeah, we just sarcastically, ludicrously blowing out of proportion yeah. for effect. <clears throat> yeah, I'm a lot more, uh, I don't know. I talk a lot <laughs> here than, than, than real life. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I fear sometimes that reflects on, on what people think I may be. But then yeah. I realize this is just a thing we do. Yeah. You know, so, and that's fine, you know. Uh, but I, I, I do think that it is. I get why you why you think that it might be a thing because, uh, you know we we have such a small viewership, but you know the people that watch watch. You yeah, know, like we got Miles, we got Marcus, we got Michael Keller. They they Callum, watch. Yeah, you know, Callum. Uh, Buckaroo. They, yeah, Buckaroo Zoo, our boy. And it, it's kind of like it's kind of even more of a thing. When it's such a small group, you know? Yeah, it because means a lot more. you're kind of like, like, man, I hope they don't think I'm this way or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, and Especially because, yeah. like, if, if you're, if you at my ass on, 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 on Twitter, I'll talk to you. You know what I mean? So, it's kind of like a, yeah, like, like, I know, obviously I don't know him, but I know Marcus. You know, like, I talk right. to him. So, it's kind of like, there is that bit of, like, we kind of know them yeah. in a way. You know and, we, I mean? and we want to know those, you know, like, you know, I love it when uh, when people that we know come back to our videos, comment. It's awesome, man. Yeah. You know, uh, old Buckaroo says something. You know, he's a man of few words. Yeah. When he says he something, he I'm like, drops them gems, dude. Yeah, it's like, cool, man. Buck's, Buck's there. Buck's watching. Yeah, Mickey know, Mike. Uh, Mickey, Mickey Mike drops in every now and then, you know. Higgins hates us, though. <laughs> But you know that that's reassuring. That's that's nice. That that's awesome, and, and we love that. Uh, honestly, it's it's kind of better that way, you know. Uh, for me personally, we didn't come yeah. into this game to to make money. That's obvious. Yeah, but uh, there, there is something lost when there you know people are really big. Yeah, uh, because Absolutely. you lose the that touch where it's like I could talk to this person. Yeah, or you know actually know them. You know, when you're like a PewDiePie and got 10 grillion people, you have to dis like I don't even blame those people because you have to disconnect yourself. Otherwise, you're gonna be wanting to oh, yeah. kill yourself. Yeah. It becomes oh, something different. It becomes a yeah. You become a you become the personality you you are. Yeah. On the screen, and that's not cool. Uh. So anyway, I saw that to say this. Shark tastes like shit. Shark tastes like shit. You got to peek behind the curtain <coughs> of. What really is the, the 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 some of the onion was peeled back, I guess, mm. to reveal the tear-inducing core a little. So you know, if you made it this far, thank you. First of all, second, uh, I hope that gives you a little perspective. We didn't think it was gonna get serious, but yeah. it did. But that's what rambled podcasts are all about now, I guess. Yeah. So uh, anyway, we'll cut this off right here. We've gone a little too long. Uh, Hit like, share, subscribe. Tell us what you think. Uh, let us know anything you want. And, uh, you know, we'll try to accommodate. Anyway. We'll let you know when that serious channel comes up. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's a thing. It's a work in progress. 
It just uh, needs to be done right. But uh, anyway, that's it for now, folks. This has been Ahab and Goontake, and we're out. Mm-hmm.